Hi, I'm Garrett Hill, and you're listening to Life Students Podcast. Here we develop young leaders and guide them to their purpose. Life Students Podcast was formed out of a need for connection in a world saturated with negative content. It is our goal to create a safe place for young people to both have fun and hear the voice of God. Whether you are a member of Life Students or you just found this podcast, we hope that this encourages and empowers you to move forward with your walk with God. All right, you're listening to episode eight, and today I have uh, my beautiful wife, Morgan, with me, and she's going to be co-hosting with me today. How are you doing today, babe? I'm doing good. You're supposed to say babe. Babe. Because that's what married people say. We say babe to each other. Babe. So, uh, anyway, we're going to be talking about, uh, we we may dive into a little bit about us as a couple. Uh, but we're going to be talking about you and your future couple. Uh, no, you're not your future couple. You as a future couple Is that how you say it? No, you would say like your future relationship, maybe? Yeah, your future, your future, your future whatever, you yeah. know? Your future thing, whatever you call it these days. Talking, dating, no, we those don't, things. We don't want to do the talking thing. Only. Talking? We don't do talking? Only the dating thing. Only dating. So you're... Friends or you're dating? There's no in between. There is no in between. Okay. Wow, we're already we're already starting off pretty deep. <laughs> uh, so now when when should you start talking about dating? No. Now no. if you if you're if you're a girl and you're and you ask your dad this, they're gonna say never. Yeah. That's usually how that works. But okay, if there's like a difference in thinking about dating and actually like pursuing dating. So if you're I feel like you should be thinking about dating from the time that you're, you know, youth group age, but n- not letting it, like, consume you, absolutely not, because we don't, um, at least in our church in Abundant Life, we, we don't really allow our kids to date until they're 16 or older, so, um, so obviously when you're 16, around that age is when I really think you need to start thinking about it, um, but like I said, it shouldn't be something that all consumes you because you're still young, you still have a lot of life to live. Um, and it's really something that you want God to guide you in. So don't allow it to be something that you focus your entire life on at every conference or every opportunity that you have to be around the opposite gender. Don't make it about dating. Right. And like, like she said, we, at our church, we, we, they, they, they can start dating around 16 or so or at 16 and then beyond. But not singular dates those are like with groups and everything hanging out with friends and all that so it's not you can like double date at 16 but you can't go on singular dates because uh it's not no good to do that (laughs) (laughs) um but once you turn 18 then you're basically an adult and uh you can you can go on single dates and everything but you should think about dating someone probably around 16 ish or so you know, any younger than that, then it's just kind of like this kind of cute thing. It's not really going to... It probably won't go anywhere. I've had uh, I've had thousands of girlfriends. Whatever. There's nothing wrong with having like a little you crush know. when you're younger. Everyone has crushes. <laughs> it's perfectly normal. Like me as a, as a young man, 
<laughs> in the youth group, I uh, I liked every girl that gave me attention. Yeah. You know that, and I think that's just a guy thing or, or something. It's pretty typical. Like <laughs> someone, like some girl would say my name, and I'm like, I like her, I like her a lot because she knows my name. You know, <laughs> uh, but you know, I didn't really. Me and me and Morgan didn't start dating until uh, I graduated. You know, uh, she was still a junior, or she was becoming a junior. I was a junior. It was that summer. That summer before. Summer after I graduated, summer she was transitioning to be a junior, and uh, we we talked, or I say we talked. I'm not gonna say that we are friends, because <laughs> we're not talking. We're friends or dating, neither. Yes. Ne- not both, or wait. Well, you can be friends yes. and dating. Yes, yes, both. <laughs> I hope you're friends, but with no, the you're but no, like in betweens. There's a friend or dating. Yeah. You know, you're either in the friend zone, or you're in the dating zone. Right. So, um, but anyway, we. We were friends for probably two years. Probably about two years. You know, yeah. the 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 first year it was kind of like a, hey, look at me. You know, I'm at camp and um, I got hit in the face with a dodgeball. Look at this giant red ring on my face, and I that mean, was the extent of our conversation the first year. And we then definitely like, had a crush on each other, but we didn't do anything. Yeah, about it. and like the second year, we uh, we actually would talk and everything. We go hang out in groups and stuff and then uh whenever i graduated we uh started dating and uh we were always in always still in groups you know we were hanging out with cody and mallory or some people down here if she was down here if we were up there we were always with uh her and her youth group or her and her family or something um so it was a very it was a very well we 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 were safe about it yeah. Because when we're when you're young, a lot of times your mind wants to wander, and that's why it's very important to keep God within your relationship. Otherwise, you know, a lot of bad stuff can happen, and a lot of wrong turns, and then eventually, you know, you you're like, how in the world did we get here? You know, so it's always important to keep God in the middle of your relationship, and uh, when you're beginning to think about dating. You need to pray. Yeah. You know, pray that God would point you in the right direction to the right person for you. Because believe it or not, there are wrong people for you. Definitely. You know. Um, it's real. It's actually extremely. I have to start out by saying, since he told how old we were, we're definitely the exception, not the rule. Um, I know for me, Garrett was the first guy that I ever seriously dated, and I ended up marrying him. Um, I have to say that does not happen very often. Um, so don't expect, like, the guy that you have. It was have. love at first sight. Exactly. I just, Instantly. you know, I had them looks. <laughs> don't expect the guy that you just, you know, that you your first crush or something like that. It's probably not who you're going to marry. Um, they're, it's, just, it's just not likely. So don't get that intense about it. Um, it's kind of hard to use our story for um you know dating (laughs) because well i mean we we dated properly and we did it all the right way but we were we started um i was almost 17 but i was i was still 16 when we started dating so that's still pretty young um in my opinion to start seriously dating someone which we weren't like i mean we're serious about dating but we weren't like 
I'm in love with you. No. You are the love of my life. It also helped that we were long distance, so we were two hours away from each other, so that meant that we would go several weeks without seeing each other so we weren't the that clingy couple um we weren't attached to each other all the time and the the benefit the benefit of that is that you know we were you you couldn't like i mean you can cross lines like through text and everything but we you couldn't like cross line cross lines in person and also you get to know the person I feel like you you almost get to know the person more because you're constantly, or I say constantly, and you're because you're talking to them, and like all you can do is talk. You know, you can't go bowling, you can't do all this. So it's almost like you get to you almost get a chance to know the person more that way. You know, so long distance relationships aren't like completely wrong and bad and stuff like people say. You know, if anything, it makes you get to know them better because. You get to, you just talk, you know, you get to talk all the, you get to talk, you know. And we, um, when we, when we started dating, our, um, our leadership was friends. So we were able to go about it the right way and talk to them and, um, and, you know, get their approval. We were actually told no at first. Right. Um, and we waited because they told us, you know, not yet that we weren't ready. And we were thankful that we did because, um, they knew obviously better than we did um, how our souls were faring um, because it seems like sometimes when you're a teenager you don't realize just how bad you're doing. It's like you have this illusion in your head um, that you're like, you know, that you know everything. It's it's a real teenage thing to do, like that you know everything, um, but you know your leaders or your parents see you on the outside and they can see what may be going on so it's always extremely important to talk to your leadership before you dive into anything like that right right so um so what what kind of people should you be looking for uh i'm gonna i'll tell you i'll tell you the type of people you need to be looking for the people that instead of them talking about themselves they talk about ministry the people that are the first ones in the front to worship, the people that actually, when you talk to them, they care about God, they care about the things of God, they care about the heartbeat of the church. If they have, if they're set on ministry and set on following after God, the things of God, then that is the person you need to be looking for. Right. You know, and you don't want to be looking for the person that's like. If this guy's, if this, if you're a girl or whatever and you're looking for a preacher, but you're not feeling like you're called to the missions field, then you don't want to be finding, finding the guy that says, I'm feeling called to Africa. Cause then, I mean, he's a preacher, you know, but he may not be, that might not be your calling. Your calling might just be home missions or uh, evangelism, like, you know, and, and home missions, you know. And you might just be called to be a you might be called to be a youth pastor's wife. You might be called to be a worship leader, or you might be called to even run the sound. You know, and I'm not just talking to women. I'm talking to men too. I mean, you're not going to be a, a wife, but you're going to be a man. You know, and you might be the you might be a preacher. You might be an evangelist, and you got to find a wife that has or a, a woman that has similar uh, a similar calling. Otherwise, you're going to be unequally yoked. Right. You know, you got to be able to, 
you got to have the same passions. You got to have the same uh, ministry focus. You know, if you're focused on one thing and she's focused on another thing, then you're going to be you're going to be the ones driving it apart because you aren't working together in ministry. Right. And your ministry is not going to grow and her ministry is not going to grow because you are trying to grow it separately instead of together. Right. You want to look for someone that, um, well, like he said, ministry focused, but don't, you know, don't go, don't go chasing, um, a preacher talking to the girls mostly. Don't go chasing a preacher, um, just because you feel like that's what you want or that's what you think you want. You know, make sure, in my opinion, before you need to start dating, you need to firmly establish who you are and what you are. Because if you, if you start dating someone, before you've fully established that, before you've fully grasped what you are, what you want to be, um, what your burdens and what your desires are, then how easy would it be just to take on someone else's before you fully develop your own? Right. So in my opinion, um, everyone matures differently. Um, some people mature more quickly because you know they've had to grow up and some people may mature a little bit more slowly and there's nothing wrong with that. So for some people, the right age to start dating may be 16, but for other people, it may be 22 or 23, and that's perfectly normal. Um, I think it's extremely wise for you to be able to look at yourself and say, "Well, I'm I'm not ready. Um, I'm my you know I'm not ready to go searching for someone because my spirit isn't right yet." Because you don't want to be the one um, you know that that tears away someone else's ministry either, just because you're you know not completely right or or your spirit isn't completely right yet um so when you but when you do feel whenever you you do feel like you've established who you are and what you're feeling um that's definitely a conversation that needs to be had i mean don't walk up to some guy that you just met and be like what do you feel called to do because that might kind of freak him out um (laughs) but you know once you get into that that phase of of you know maybe you've been on a few dates or something like that and that is a topic I think you should bring up, you know, what, what, where are your burdens? You know, don't maybe not say like, what do you feel called to? But maybe just say like, where, where are your burdens in the church? You know, where do you stand on this? And it honestly should be pretty obvious. Maybe you don't even have to ask the question. Maybe you've been able to see it. And that's, that's the true sign of, you know, being able to see someone's ministry, being able to see their servant's heart, you know, um, in my opinion, look for the person that's going to be consistent Um, when you're with a group of people, you know, they're not going to waver on what they believe. I know that's one, like one of the biggest things that drew me to Garrett is that he was a consistent Christian. Um, and before that, um, most of the, you know, I was young, but most of the boys that I knew were not consistent Christians. And so whenever I met Garrett and I saw that he was a true Christian, he had a true servant's heart and he loved God. Um, it drew me to him instantly because I, I felt the same way at that point. Both of us were just like anything that we can do for God, we want to do it. Right, and uh, she also came to me because I I look good. He was handsome as well. <laughs> he was cute. He's so cute. He was very you know, cute. But you know, I mean, and another thing you can do. Uh, obviously you got to pray, obviously you got to search out the person, you know, know that person before you just like, Hey, let me give you my life, give my life to you. You know, I want to be spending my rest of my time with you. Look at like, make a list, you know, say God, you know, and pray this to God. Be like, you know, you don't have to be like, uh, so vain as, uh, (laughs) as like tall, 
dark, muscular, <laughs> must have a six pack. <laughs> no. You know, but you know, make a list like, okay, the same ministry that I'm in, you know, music, uh, which I am not musically inclined whatsoever, which Morgan is. I'm glad she is. And, um, she can hold the music down for the family, but I'm not musically inclined. I can almost, or I can barely clap on beat, you know, uh, but we do youth ministry together. We do every other ministry together that we can because doing ministry together is powerful. You know, where I, I can do it, I can do it by myself. I can, but where two or more are gathered together in his name, which there's not going to be more because it's only me and her. <laughs> we don't allow more in our relationship. It's just me and her. Um, but doing ministry together with me and her, it adds another dynamic. So if you find somebody that's got the same heartbeat as you, that's got the same uh, calling or a similar calling as you, uh, and you know, obviously there's going to be some things that they're going to be able to do that you can't do and you're going to be able to do that they can't do but there are there is something that you guys can connect with with your ministry you know and if you find that then that would be the person to find so make a list to god and just say hey god send this person my way and guess what god's going to do he's going to send that person your way there's nothing wrong with like seeing someone um like you know like an adult that's that maybe um i'm trying to say this the right way that maybe already married but you love their spirit and say god like i want to marry someone with a spirit like this um like i know that you know you can look at someone's attitude and someone's spirit and and see that what they have is um is something that you would desire in a spouse so you can even pray that you know i want i want my husband to be you know like like my pastor is to have a, a spirit like my ha- my pastor does or if you have a a father or mother that you just love you know it's not it's i mean that's why they say girls marry their dads a lot if it's a if they have like a stable father figure um you know they can look at that and say i want someone that's strong and that leads our house like my dad does that um is a spiritual leader or you know like my bishop is or or something like that like i i think that's perfectly normal for um you to be able to look at someone and say you know i love their heartbeat i love um what they do and i would love to marry someone similar to that and i think god can honor that also but also don't get your expectations up super high for you to um you know marry the next victor jackson or vesta mangan or something like that don't don't try to like put that super high expectation um either because your ministry is different your ministry is going to be different than that so and i make i make a joke a lot with like the young guys you know because i i want them to find the right person and i know that the right person isn't going to be sitting in the back at like hycs and camps and stuff so I always make a joke with them. I'm like, so y'all, if you're looking for a woman, I need you to look at the look at the ground in the altar area, put your coat on one of them, and guess what they're going to have to do? They're going to have to bring that coat back to you, and then you can say, hi, my name's Brady Edmonds, <laughs> or, you know, hi, my name is this, you know, <laughs> because that, that um, all joking aside, but that's the kind of person that I would be comfortable with my young person talking to. You know, assuming that I've talked to their youth pastor or 
something like that and know that, you know, that they're a good girl or whatever, a good guy. You know, I want them to find somebody that is serious about God and is serious about their commitment with God and their and they they might waller on the floor, they might snot on the snot in the snot on the altar, but to me that's beautiful because they're getting in touch with God. Right. And if they're getting in touch with God as much as that, then they're not going to give that up for some boy or some girl, you know. Right. And if you do it if you do it the right way, then that could become a dynamic uh, relationship between uh, between you and her or her and him or whatever. Right. And it's not a lot. I mean, a huge majority of it is about God and about making sure that they're a true Christian and a true right. minister. But also a lot of it has to do with simple compatibility. You want to make sure that, you know, you have someone that you can have fun with, that you feel comfortable around. Um, I know, like, one of the best things about Garrett and I's relationship is that we um, we can have a lot of fun together. Like, we're um, very witty and can banter off of each other a lot, which is really fun for us. And that was a, a huge thing for the both of us because we have um, <laughs> the same sense of humor, I guess. Um, so, you know, God will place that person in your life that you enjoy or that you know, that brings you joy. There's parts, you know, Garrett and I couldn't be more opposite on most levels, but there's parts of us that are similar and and that God has ordained that specially because I believe, and and some people may not believe this, but I think that God created a special person for each person that, um, yeah, that you were, you know, created for one per one specific person that God has made for you. So, um, so when he creates that person, he also makes them someone that you can have fun with, someone that you can be friends with. I know Garrett and I are like best friends. So, um, I think that's really important to look for in a relationship. Right. So when you find someone you like, how do you go about it? Like, what do you, what do you do? What should, what should a young person do? Well, the first thing is they should definitely pray, which we mentioned. They should definitely pray about it. Um, and make sure it's not just a crush because sometimes you can just see someone and say, oh, they're cute or oh, they're pretty and you just have like a little crush on them. Um, but once you determine that it's really someone that you like, you definitely need to pray about it and um, allow God to lead you. Definitely don't jump into it with both feet. Don't uh, don't text them and be like, hey, I like you. Yeah, definitely don't do that. Um, I think that you should probably go to your leadership, you know, your youth pastor, Allow them to, uh, your pastor, allow them to, you know, really look at them. If you're really serious um, about it, you'll be, you'll, you'll let your pastor or your youth pastor, you know, tell you straight, you know, you're not ready for this or, you know, maybe go give you the go ahead for you. And if they say that, like, don't do that yet, respect that. Yeah. Don't go around their back because then that, that, uh, that relationship started off in sin and it's not going to work out either. And you eat. Anyways, because you need to abide by the, abide by what pastor or bishop or you, your youth pastor says because they probably contacted them or they just feel like you're not right and you need to get to the right spot. And when you get there, then, you know, you can go back and you can reevaluate and be like, hey, you know, I'm still I'm still feeling the same way about this girl. You know, I've respected that I've respected you and I took some time to get myself right, but I want to reconsider and then they're going to then they'll reconsider and they might say yeah or no we we still need to wait a little while and just follow after what they say you know because they're looking out for you 
they were looking out for the best interest for you. There's never been a relationship that has started out in secret that has been successful that I know no. of. Um, I, I think that it, it's a true sign of maturity if you can actually listen to your leaders when they say, um, please wait, you know, you're not ready or this person isn't ready. Or maybe they flat out tell you, you know, this person is not right for you. Um, I think it's a true sign of maturity and a true sign that you're ready to date, maybe not that person, but someone, if you can just sit there and wait, you know, that if you can just say, God, okay, I'm going to listen to my leaders, you know, in spite of, you know, how my human emotions may be feeling, I know spiritually I need to be right with you above all else. And that's a huge thing with relationships is, yes, this person, um, you know, you could end up marrying them, they could end up being your, your soulmate, but above anything else even during marriage your relationship with god is number one so it's at most it's so so important for you to listen if you are told no it doesn't mean you know it it doesn't mean never you know sometimes it might but it usually doesn't mean never usually it just means you know give yourself a few months give yourself even sometimes a few weeks you know just to allow um us to fill them out if we don't know the person or if if pastor and bishop don't know the person you know they're going to need to fill them out and talk to them and and talk to their leadership too and a lot of times you know whenever you ask leadership they'll pray about it as well and you may not be wrong they may not be wrong but god might just want you to hold off for a minute and this is just as and it might just if it fades away then it fades away then it wasn't real but if it stays there, then, you know, then you go back in a couple of weeks or so and be like, hey, you know, I've been praying about it and I know you've been praying about it. Just wanted to see what you're thinking now. You know, that might be uh, God, God just might want to be testing you to see how you will do if you'll disobey leadership or if you're going to respect leadership. If you uh, obey God for putting you on hold or or what, because like. We don't need to rush into a relationship. When you rush into a relationship, it doesn't work out. You know, it just doesn't, you know. But you know, you don't want to start you don't want to start a relationship in sin because it'll it'll end with sin. Right. If you start it with sin, it's going to end with sin, you know. Cuz the wages of sin is death. You don't want to start anything with sin because then it's no good. Right. And you don't Honestly, if you're looking for a person and they're trying to convince you to go against your leadership, then you can just go ahead and say that's not the right person. Exactly. That's an easy out for you. If they're not going to respect you, your leadership, then <laughs> hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back here no more. Don't come back no more. No more, no more. I think that's how it goes. But that's honestly a person you don't want to be hanging around. You don't want to be around somebody that talks bad about your leadership because your leadership looks after you and your best interest. Right. They're watching out for your soul. And if they're if they're from our church, then our leadership is watching out for their soul as well. But if they're not from our church, then they may have another their pastor, you know, someone that they need to talk to as well um, and that they need to be respectful of. And so um, the whole thing is, you know, once you once you get the okay from your leadership, um, I think the next step is probably, you know, self self prayer. Um, you know, go go on. If you're if you're 16, then you know, go on a a group date with you know three or four other people. You know, um, there's no need to 
we don't at our church we don't allow our 16 year olds to go on single dates anyways but there's no need to go on a single date at that age anyways um but you know go on a date with them see how they react in certain situations i know that one thing i can't remember who told me this but one thing um someone has told me in the past is the way that you can really see um, a guy's true colors is if you get around them when they're changing a flat tire because it's a stressful situation. Um, so it's the same thing if you're like in on a date with someone, um, you know, you can really see who they are. If you know, if it's a person you've only talked to over text or only seen, you know, in a church setting, um, getting to see them outside of the church, you, you can really learn about a lot about their personality. Right. So, and this is, that's a good segue to going into how should you date? So, you know, keep, obviously, keep the things that you stood for before you dated and stand for them when you date. So if the other person tries to go against those things, then obviously cut it off, like tell them, hey, look, this is what I stand for. And if this is going to be an issue, then we don't need this, you know then get away from that because if they're going to try to hinder your your walk with God, then you don't need them that bad. No. A huge thing with dating is that I feel like a lot of people need to get through their heads is dating is not marriage. You're not married to this person. There's no need for you to be, you know, attached at the hip to them. There's no need for you to know, you know, financial records. There's no need for you to um, be with them 24-7. Um, you know, obviously... Purity is a whole nother topic we could talk about, but um, dating is not marriage. That's very, very important to know, and so you shouldn't be treating it as marriage because when you're dating up until the point that you say, I do, you have the opportunity to get out of that. So if it's a bad relationship, if it's a bad situation, um, you don't want to be treating it as marriage because your heart gets overly involved, and you're, it'll be much, much harder to get out than it should be. And so... You know, when you're when you're dating, you should always keep, you know, obviously, you know, the older you get and the more serious you get. I know some people, we dated for three years before we got married. Some people may date more. Some people may date less. But obviously, there's a point that you know, okay, this is the person for me. This is who I'm going to marry. I love this person. Um, and so, you know, whether you're, um, maybe you're older, maybe you're in your late 20s or something and you only date someone for a year, um, that's a perfectly acceptable amount of time. Um, but, you know, if you're 16 or 17, you don't want to <laughs> date someone for a year and get married. And um, and the, the purpose of dating, like dating is just basically an upgraded friendship, you know, and the purpose of dating is to get to know the person a little bit more, you know, is to go out, spend some time with them, spend some Spend and see how they are, see how they act, see what their their goals are, what their goals in life are, what they're going to school for, you know, what their goal is is ministry wise. And if they don't have a goal ministry wise, then what are you doing with them? <laughs> you know, but find out their goals, find out their purpose, find out what they're wanting to do, and because that's what that's what dating is. You're you're getting you're thinking about this person seriously, and. There was there was one guy that told that told me before uh, I was dating and stuff. He he told me that you know look at look at a person that you want to date like you could possibly marry him. If you can't possibly marry him, 
then you're wasting your time and the person that you're supposed to marry might fly by, you know? So you don't want to, it's, you know, don't, don't rush into a run, rush into it, but also look at it from almost a skeptical point of view. Be like, is this the person, Right. you know, if this is not the person without a doubt, and you know that in your mind without a doubt, then get away, you know, break it off, go find your divine person because I believe I believe like Morgan said that there is somebody out there for everybody. Yeah. You know, there's that one specific person and you don't want to miss your opportunity with that one person, you know. And don't date just because you're lonely or bored or you feel like you should be doing that. Cuz you're wasting your time and your and their time. Right. You like Garrett said you want to be able to find someone um that you could see yourself marrying, um that you could see yourself being happy with for the rest of your life. Uh you don't want to just date around all the time there you know you don't want to jump from girl to girl or boy to boy um you don't want your whole life to be consumed especially you know the crowd that we're talking to is more young people you don't you don't want your entire life to be consumed by um to be consumed by trying to date you know don't settle um be willing to wait be willing to wait for that person that god wants to bring into your life because you never know um, you may be in your 30s before God brings that person to you, and that's okay because you can fully develop your ministry and you'll be completely ready. Um, or you may be our age where God decides to bring that person into your life when you're a teenager, and that's fine too. You know, God has a plan for all of us, and I think that's why He places leaders in our lives because He they can guide us and they can direct us um, and where we're supposed to go and what we're supposed to do. And so um, I think as long as we pray about it, we listen to the voice of God, and we seek out someone with characteristics that we could be happy with for the rest of our lives, and that's that's the key to good dating. Yeah, you know, you need to be looking for the for the right person, obviously, and you know, for the either be in the friend zone or be in the dating zone. Be don't be in this like we're talking, we're not talking. I don't know these things that's not a thing we don't know these things everyone tries to say oh we're just talking no you're dating just say you're dating at this (laughs) point you know don't you know just because you're you're texting them every single day a lot of a lot of times i'll ask someone when they tell me that um well what would be the difference if y'all were dating besides the title and And another way (laughs) and another way for you to find out if this is wrong you know are you trying to hide it right you know ask yourself that you know, if you're like, uh, you don't talk to each other while you're in public and you're not talking to each other th- here and there. And then you're like texting each other across the room. And then you're like, hey, uh, after service, you want to go eat at Taco Bell, you know, <laughs> and then like, like sneak out or whatever, you know, don't try to hide your relationship because then it's not going to work out, you know. That's the ultimate red flag is, is trying to hide then a relationship for sure. It might have worked, but you ruined it. Because you're trying to hide it from people, from God, from everything, you know. Yeah, and you definitely, God places leaders in your life so that you can have that accountability. Right. Um, so that, you know, they can help guide you. Um, it, it, it takes a, a large counsel to direct one person. And so um, don't be afraid to come to us or come to your leaders um, when you do, when you are interested in someone, we're certainly not going to instantly shut it down. We will pray about it. We will consider it. We Definitely. will consider your soul. Um, so don't. And we may even contact, if it's from another church, then we may even contact the 
youth pastor over there or the pastor over there and just, you know, say, hey, this young person is interested in that young person. How are they? And then we'll let them know how you are. And then we can we can talk about it from there and then we can decide yay or nay, you know, at that point. All right. So that's that's all we have for this episode. Um, I hope you guys got some great stuff out of it. Um, we, like I said last week, we are on Apple Podcasts. Super exciting. We're still working on getting on getting into Google Podcasts for all you Android folks out there. Make sure that you stay tuned for uh, new episodes. We post every Monday morning at five o'clock. You know, so make sure that you hit the. I don't know if there's a bell icon or something like. Just hit something that you can subscribe, you can follow us, you can get notifications whenever a new episode is released. Um, and make sure you download them. Make sure you share them with your friends, your family, your aunts, your uncles, your dog. You know, uh, just share share it around because it's always great information, great stuff. A lot of times we bring in some cool preachers, some uh, evangelists and stuff like that, and we we talk about subjects that you know young people handle with. Um, so. Make sure that you guys uh, stay tuned and listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts.